Today's audio devotional was made possible thanks to the generous efforts and support of Belfield Presbyterian Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You can find this podcast and many others like it at devocast.com. Thanks for listening. Heidelberg Catechism. Question 108. What does the Seventh Commandment teach us? That God condemns all unchastity, and that therefore we should thoroughly detest it and live decent and chaste lives within or outside of the holy state of marriage. 109. Does God, in this commandment, forbid only such scandalous sins as adultery? We are temples of the Holy Spirit, body and soul, and God wants both to be kept clean and holy. This is why God forbids all unchaste actions, looks, talk, thoughts, or desires, and whatever may incite someone to them. The lesson is from the book of Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles, chapter 1. Solomon, the son of David, established himself in his kingdom, and the Lord his God was with him, and he made him exceedingly great. Solomon spoke to all Israel, to the commanders of thousands and of hundreds, to the judges, and to all the leaders in Israel, the heads of the fathers' houses. And Solomon, and all the assembly with him, went to the high place that was at Gibeon, for the tent of meeting of God, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, had made in the wilderness, was there. But David had brought the ark of God from Kiriath-Jerim to the place that David had prepared for it, for he had pitched a tent for it in Jerusalem. Moreover, the bronze altar that Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, had made, and there was before the tabernacle of the Lord. And Solomon and the assembly sought it out, and Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tent of meeting, and offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. In that night God appeared to Solomon, and said to him, Ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said to God, You have shown great and steadfast love to David my father, and have made me the king in his place. O Lord! Let your word to David, my father, now be fulfilled, for you have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me now wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before this people, for who can govern this people of yours which is so great? God answered Solomon, because this was in your heart, and you have not asked possessions, wealth, honor, or the life of those who hate you, you, and you have not even asked long life, but you have asked wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may govern my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. I will also give you riches, possessions, and honor, such as none of the kings had who were before you, and none after you shall have the like. So Solomon came from the high place at Gibeon, from before the tent of meeting, to Jerusalem. He reigned over Israel. Solomon gathered together chariots and horsemen. He had a thousand four hundred chariots and twelve thousand horsemen, whom he stationed in the chariot cities and with the king in Jerusalem. And the king made silver and gold as common in Jerusalem as stone, and he made cedar as plentiful as the sycamores of 
Shephelah, and Solomon's import of horses was from Egypt and Ku, and the king's traders would buy them from Ku for a price. They imported a chariot from Egypt for six hundred shekels of silver, and a horse for one hundred fifty. Likewise, through them these were exported to all the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Syria. Second Chronicles chapter 2 Now Solomon purposed to build a temple for the name of the Lord and a royal palace for himself. And Solomon assigned 70,000 men to bear burdens and 80,000 to quarry in the hill country and 3,600 to oversee them. And Solomon sent word to Hiram, the king of Tyre, As you dealt with David my father, and sent him cedar to build himself a house to dwell in, so deal with me. Behold, I am about to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, and dedicate it to him for the burning of incense of sweet spices before him, and for the regular arrangement of the showbread, and for burnt offerings morning and evening, on the Sabbaths and the new moons and the appointed feasts of the Lord our God, as ordained forever for Israel. The house that I am to build will be great, for our God is greater than all gods. But who is able to build him a house, since heaven, even highest heaven, cannot contain him? Who am I to build a house for him, except as a place to make offerings before him? So now send me a man skilled to work in gold, silver, bronze, and iron, and in purple, crimson, and blue fabrics, trained also in engraving, to be with the skilled workers who are with me in Judah and Jerusalem, whom David my father provided. Send me also cedar, cypress, and algum timber from Lebanon, for I know that your servants know how to cut timber in Lebanon and my servants will be with your servants to prepare timber for me in abundance, for the house I am to build will be great and wonderful. I will give you for your servants, the woodsmen who cut timber, 20,000 cores of crushed wheat, 20,000 cores of barley, 20,000 baths of wine, and 20,000 baths of oil. Then Hiram king of Tyre answered in a letter that he sent to Solomon, Because the Lord loves his people, he has made you king over them. Hiram also said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who made heaven and earth, who has given King David a wise son, who has discretion and understanding, who will build a temple for the Lord and a royal palace for himself. Now I have sent a skilled man, who has understanding, Huram Abai, the son of a woman of the daughters of Dan, and his father was a man of Tyre. He is trained to work in gold, silver, bronze, iron, stone, and wood, and in purple, blue, and crimson fabrics, and fine linen, and to do all sorts of engraving and execute any design that may be assigned him, with your craftsmen, the craftsmen of my lord, David your father. Now therefore the wheat and barley, oil and wine, of which my Lord has spoken, let him send to his servants. And we will cut whatever timber you need from Lebanon, and bring it to you in rafts by sea to Joppa, 
so that you may take it up to Jerusalem. Then Solomon counted all the resident aliens who were in the land of Israel after the census of them that David his father had taken, and there were found 153,600. 70,000 of them he assigned to bear burdens, 80,000 to quarry in the hill country, and 3,600 as overseers to make the people work. Second Chronicles chapter 3 Then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord had appeared to David his father, at the place that David had appointed on the threshing floor of Ornan, the Jebusite. He began to build in the second month of the fourth year of his reign. These are Solomon's measurements for the building of the house of God. The length in cubits of the old standard was 60 cubits, and the breadth 20 cubits. The vestibule in front of the nave of the house was 20 cubits long, equal to the width of the house, and its height was 120 cubits. He overlaid it on the inside with pure gold. The nave he lined with cypress and covered it with fine gold and made palms and chains on it. He adorned the house with settings of precious stones. The gold was gold of Parvam. So he lined the house with gold, its beams, its thresholds, its walls, and its doors, and he carved cherubim on the walls. And he made the most holy place. Its length, corresponding to the breadth of the house, was twenty cubits, and its breadth was twenty cubits. He overlaid it with six hundred talents of fine gold. The weight of the gold for the nails was fifty shekels, and he overlaid the upper chambers with gold. In the most holy place, he made two cherubim of wood and overlaid them with gold. The wings of the cherubim together extended twenty cubits. One wing of the one of five cubits touched the wall of the house, and its other wing of five cubits touched the wing of the other cherub. And of this cherub, one wing, five cubits, touched the wall of the house, and the other wing, also of five cubits, was joined to the wing of the first cherub. The wings of these cherubim extended twenty cubits. The cherubim stood on their feet, facing the nave, and he made the veil of blue and purple and crimson fabric and fine linen, and he worked cherubim on it. In front of the house he made two pillars thirty-five cubits high, with a capital of five cubits on the top of each. He made chains like a necklace, and put them on the tops of the pillars, and he made a hundred pomegranates and put them on the chains. He set up pillars in front of the temple, one on the south, the other on the north, that on the south he called Jachin, and on the north, Boaz. Meditate and dwell on what you're paying attention to in God's word. How has it connected with your heart or mind? Pray to God freely about what has moved you today. Turn your thoughts to Him and enjoy His presence. We offer the following as prayer topic suggestions. For a deeper understanding of God's love. For those who care for the sick. Thank you for listening to DevoCast.